0: The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals being interviewed and do not necessarily represent those of the Greater Winterhaven Chamber of Commerce. You're listening to It's Happening in the Haven. I'm your host, Katie Worthington-Decker. Each episode, I get the privilege to speak to the amazing people taking Winter Haven and its surrounding Central Florida area to the next level. We're future focused, celebrating our entrepreneurial history and leveraging it for our bright future ahead. Hello, everyone, and welcome to It's Happening in the Haven. I'm your host, Katie Worthington Decker, President and CEO of the Greater Winter Haven Chamber of Commerce. This podcast is produced by the Winter Haven Chamber and recorded at Dolphin Image Studios in Winter Haven.
1: At Dolphin Image Studios, we are a full production film and television studio. We offer a 3,000-square-foot soundstage, a psych wall, an LED wall, the podcast studio, and a massive 8-acre backlot for all of your filming needs. To find us, go to facebook.com backslash Dolphin Image Studios or find us on Instagram at Dolphin Image Studios.
0: Waterski capital of the world. Home to Legoland Florida Resort. Florida's sweetest spot the place to choose everything for your Florida vacation. There are so many ways to describe Polk County when it comes to tourism and sports marketing. And for over 30 years, there has been one person in the middle of it all, and that person is Mark Jackson. On today's episode, we have an opportunity to learn about Mark's career, the history of tourism and sports marketing in Polk County, and what the future holds. This podcast is made possible through the generous support of our sponsors who believe in advancing commerce and community in Winterhaven.
1: Citizens Bank and Trust, we've been your hometown full-service financial institution right here in your backyard since 1920. Now in our third generation of family ownership, we've served the Polk County community for over 100 years. No matter your needs, we have the right financial solutions for you. At Citizens Bank & Trust, we've got you covered, from secure checking and personal savings plans to a wide range of personal, mortgage, and business loans. Additionally, we offer a highly experienced group of trust and private banking professionals located right here in Polk County. It takes just one visit to one of our 14 convenient locations to experience what makes our bank special and why we invite you to give us a try. At Citizens Bank & Trust, we're proud to be your bank Citizens-Bank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: Mark Jackson has been with Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing for 29 years. And through that time, he has seen a lot of change, a lot of success, a lot of ebbs and flows, but certainly more success than anything else. And today it is our pleasure to have Mark on the podcast to learn more about how tourism in Polk County is going and what the future looks like. Welcome to the podcast, Mark.
2: Well, thanks, Katie. It's a pleasure to be here in my, uh, actually, in my hometown.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, for, at least
2: for the last 40 years.
0: <laughs> well, we love interviewing people that spent a lion's share of their time in the Winter Haven community. So, and I love it because I, immediately we go to recording and Mark Jackson puts on that radio voice.
1: <laughs> you well, have got we go. such
0: a great radio voice, Mark. <laughs> so, um, I have really thoroughly enjoyed getting to know you. Gosh, it's probably been about... 10 to 12 years uh, now that we've known each other but um, you have such an interesting and kind of colorful background um, in your history and so I wanted to start today by uh, learning a little bit about you mark Jackson tell us a little bit about you know where you grew up what your interests were growing up and and really what was that journey like to bring you to Polk County and the role that you're in today with uh, Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing.
2: Beautiful central Florida's Polk County. <laughs> well, it, it was uh, about 40 years ago that I that I moved here from Wisconsin. And uh, kind of an interesting story there. Um, at the time, um, I was running a ski area in Wisconsin. and
0: Like snow ski or water ski? Like snow ski area. Snow ski, okay. Yeah, well,
2: I grew up as a snow skier. Uh, as well as a water skier. So mm-hmm. I was a professional freestyle skier, um, but really started out in Nordic jumping. You know, you go down the, yeah. the ramp and you know all of that type of stuff. Well, anyway, um, so in the summertime, I was skiing professionally at Tommy Bartlett's Ski Sky and Sage Show in Wisconsin Dells, which is sort of a mini Orlando, if you will, in the mm-hmm. Midwest. And then... Um, In the winter, I was running the ski area, and I spent a few years out in Aspen before that. So I was, (laughs) you know, kind of all over the place. Right. (laughs) But uh, Lynn Mikowski, who is uh, famous to many people here in in Polk County as a a Hall of Famer, actually, Mm -hmm. is a great, great uh, gentleman trying to recruit me for years, and so I said, okay, finally agreed to come down, and ski after the season was over. I think it was in 1981. And so I did that mm-hmm. and loved it, of course, you know, fell in love with it. Um, skied on the Pro Tour as well for several years and then ended up uh, taking a job with Mastercraft Boat Company because by that time I was married, had mm-hmm. my first son, mm-hmm. and time to get back <laughs> in. a real job. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, enough of that for a while. Worked for Mastercraft Boat Company mm-hmm. f- as their director of marketing for. Uh, about three or four years uh, up in Maryville, Marville, if you're from Maryville, Tennessee, <laughs> and that was uh, that was a delight. It was a Fortune 500 subsidiary, um, but decided that um, Polk County was a great place to live, and USA Water Ski, which is the Olympic Committee's governing body of the sport— mm-hmm. Um, wanted to start up a marketing department. And so I agreed to do that, moved back down to Winterhaven, and was able to ski part time, the weekends, holidays, and all. And so I was still staying pretty active uh, out on the water and did that through 91 or, yeah, mm-hmm. no, 92. And then uh, this position opened up in a new field. And it was at the time a very new field of sports marketing. And mm-hmm. so, uh, to make a long story short, Um, I agreed to start this program after starting a marketing program with, uh, uh, well, wait a minute, excuse me. I came down, started the marketing program for USA Water Ski, uh, did a lot of ESPN stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, corporate sponsorship, membership development, uh, all of those types of things, but also corporate relations. Mm -hmm. So my very first year, we did eight shows on ESPN. Wow! And I happened to Announce or the color commentator on some of those. So no wonder
0: you have such a great radio voice. <laughs> uh, they uh,
2: they have some pretty pretty high standards. I'm not sure I ever met them. But the <laughs> fact of the matter is, you know, it was it was a blessing mm-hmm. for me. And uh, anyway, fast forward to uh, Polk County Sports Marketing in 1991. I guess we'll say 91 or 92. Mm-hmm. My memory's just like a flashbulb uh, sometimes. On and then off. But um, uh, grew it from scratch. There was nothing. Very first year, we had 17 events. Mm-hmm. And then grew it very quickly. 2003 took over the entire tourism operation as well as sports marketing. And here we sit today. Mm-hmm.
0: So I have a couple of follow-up questions for you. One, I, why is Wisconsin such a mecca for water skiing?
2: It's a great question. Um, there's a lot of reasons for it. Mm-hmm. Key Cave, uh, Carl Key Caver started Mercury Marine in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Johnson and Evinrude Outboards originated from around Milwaukee area between Milwaukee and Chicago, and there's uh, tourism there is a huge, huge business. Mm-hmm. And so, what happened with with water skiing? Um, it became the summer snow skiing, mm-hmm. and just kind of grew from there. But the real reason was there was a lot of resorts up in northern Wisconsin, and so these communities rallied around the water skiers that were amateur skiers and you know putting on started to put on shows one city said hey we've got the best show on in wisconsin another one said no we do and so on and so forth so there was a friendly competition between all these resort areas Mm -hmm. and these communities and water skiing just blossomed there and Hmm. to this day there's more skiers uh that are registered with USA Water Ski from Wisconsin than any other state in the country.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And we, we get a lot of inquiries from people at the Chamber of Commerce that are looking uh, mostly for homes on lakes. They want to yeah. they want to finally get that summer home. Right. But they're from Wisconsin because they've come down here to ski for years and enjoy the season down here since we can ski year-round, yep. for the most part, down here. Um, how different is snow skiing from water skiing?
2: Um, it's all about balance, mm-hmm. and it's all about the athletic position. You know the difference with with water skiing; it's much more upper body. Snow skiing, of course, is is lower body from right. the waist down. Everything's controlled by the knees and the ankles. In in water skiing, so much is upper body, keeping your hips forward, keeping the uh, keeping the lines right, and so on. Mm-hmm. So that's really the main difference. But if you had to boil it down to one thing, it would it would be balance. 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 Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, which is why I'm not that good at either. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's They're both fun. It's just, it's like golf. Right. You know, so many people play golf to be miserable. <laughs> you know, I was just like, no, you know, you go out and play golf because you want to have fun. It was the same exactly. thing with water skiing or snow skiing. You participate in those activities to have fun. Exactly. And that's, that's the name of the game.
0: So you mentioned um, in the early 90s is when you got involved in the um, uh, tourism and sports marketing here in Polk County. How did that program come to fruition? It's a part of the county, Mm -hmm. um, but explain a little bit about how that works.
2: Well, the, uh, the county itself had a department that was started by uh, Jim Brantley back in the mid-80s, the Central Florida Development Council. Mm-hmm. Um, and back in those days, unemployment was, was horrible. The citrus yeah. industry had a number of freezes. Uh, the phosphate industry was starting to move south. And there were some um, other issues, economic issues, and felt that the need to diversify the economy, bring the um if you will the other industries in and ultimately diversify so mm-hmm. they thought that developing and growing this economic development council was the answer well an answer to that or, or a, a transition from that was really tourism it's the state's largest industry mm-hmm. sports is actually number two mm-hmm. in terms of total gdp mm-hmm. or fdp florida domestic, domestic product. product yeah there yeah. you go TPD, PTD, <laughs> a lot of acronyms here. I don't even want to explain them. So anyway, uh, Ron Morrow, Gene Engel, um, and some of these others, business leaders, really got involved, started a department, or convinced the county to start a department, and then uh, adding tourism and sports marketing in the late 80s, and then, of course, mm-hmm. early 90s, it was, it was sports. Um, sports being, and at the time, they didn't really recognize this, but coming from an Olympic committee governing body, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of had a lot of different angles and a lot of different assets that I brought to the table. Um, and it it wasn't anything by design. It just so happened that's the way it was. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, uh, started things rolling and really, really took off. And, you know, one of the things that we've talked about before was the fact that community partners, um, here in Polk County are they important or aren't they important they're critically important and that's why Polk County blossomed both in the tourism and in the uh in the sports marketing field you know just can't say enough about the the people here
0: right and being really with open arms to the economic impact of of both of those tourism and sports marketing one of the uh, things that a lot of people don't understand is how it's funded so you hear um, oh well there's you know they're spending my taxpayer dollars on uh, recruiting uh, sports events or building a field or something along those lines. But the beauty of how uh, tourism and sports marketing from a marketing perspective is funded is that it's actually a kind of a self-perpetuating mechanism um, when it comes to the the tax dollars that are being used. So explain a little bit about the Tourist Development Council and how that mechanism is funded within the county.
2: Well, the the funding mechanism does not come from the general fund mm-hmm. from Polk County. There's a tax, albeit a five percent tax, on any overnight stay of six months or less. Mm-hmm. So if your bill for at the hotel for the night is hundred dollars, you pay the seven percent sales tax, that's what we have here in Polk, mm-hmm. and then there's a five percent tax. Now if you go to New York, Los Angeles, Vegas, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you're going to pay a what's called a bed tax and uh, most communities have them Mm -hmm. and it's used to fund the tourism operation and that's uh the way it's funded here so unless you're doing something you shouldn't be doing Mm -hmm. um, you know when you spend a night in a hotel vacation rental home or at a campground a five percent tax then is added to that and then we use that like you said self-perpetuating it really is the fuel that drives the economic engine of tourism and mm-hmm. sports here in Polk County.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's really the the people that are coming in to use those services, whether it's a business trip or they're they're visiting Legoland or they're coming for one of the sports conferences, they're paying that bed tax um, and helping the cash registers ring, as, as you like to say, <laughs> um, right. heads in beds yes. and make the cash, cash registers, registers ring. ring. That's and our mission. It is. And that is... Um, Really what helps to fund all of these um, amazing programs that we see going on, whether it's a marketing program, whether it's the recruitment efforts to bring things into our community, or in, in some cases, the capital funding for the larger projects that we see happening on all four corners of the county. So you mentioned the mission of uh, tourism and sports marketing, and that's the jingle. That's the the what is was embedded in my mind from probably the first time I had met you, Mark. But explain a little bit about what the main goal and mission of Visit Central Florida and Polk County Sports Marketing.
2: Well, you hit the nail right on the head. You have our mission statement down. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> brainwashed, Mark. Yeah, it's been well,
2: brainwashed <laughs> a good <laughs> job if <of, laughs> you say it enough and people are going to believe it, right? Right. right. But. Uh, with tourism and sports, fundamentally, um, from a pure economic standpoint, they're exports. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, was, I always talk to my, uh, when I was teaching economics, actually for Polk State, I always lead off a discussion about uh, uh, imports and exports and ask them the question about, okay, what about tourism and sports? Well, no, it's an import. People are coming here. Well, that's true. But the fact of the matter is you look at the flow of money, follow the dollar, mm-hmm. there's new dollars coming in, they're leaving with a great experience, a great memory, photographs, maybe a good night's sleep and a full stomach. Mm-hmm. So it's technically an export, uh, excuse me, it's technically an export, new dollars flowing into the community. Well, what does that mean? It means we have more money in our bank account as Polk County mm-hmm. and the more that money turns over, the better off our citizens, and our businesses are so. It's really an engine that is being paid for by the visitors. Exactly. It's, it's and Dick Pope got that back in the 30s, and <laughs> you know, although his eye was more on entertainment, and uh, you know, we could have a whole discussion about the Cypress Gardens legacy there. <laughs> but uh, that's what that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And uh, primarily, we look at it. You know, coming from the private sector, like I have or did. Um, it's all about return on investment at a low risk. Mm -hmm. So what's the best opportunity to to get the best return on your investment um, at a low, low risk? And part of the beauty of the diversification into sports is that sports is somewhat recession. Well, it isn't somewhat, it is recession resistant. Mm -hmm. Moms and dads will brown bag it for six months so they can take that little pumpkin out onto the soccer field to kick butt, you Mm -hmm. know, and they will sacrifice virtually anything to get them there. So 12-year-old child may only have one opportunity in their entire lifetime to play in the state, the national championships, and the parents will make sure those kids are there regardless of what the economy or other circumstances are.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think that's one area that Polk County has really been brilliant about uh, honing in on the sports side. Um, And tourism uh, has been Certainly a strong attractor, but some of our main attractions have ebbed and flowed. If you think about it through the years, you mentioned Cypress Gardens. Of course, we had that period of time where there was no theme park. It was shuttered, right? Um, But one thing that you talk about a lot is how sports has carried us through. Because Polk County bought into that sports marketing and sports recruitment um, and events formula so long ago, that's carried us through quite a few recessions, Um, whether it be 08, even the pandemic of last year. So talk a little bit about um, how, why sports marketing is that way. You mentioned the cheerleading tournament, the <laughs> soccer tournament, even the diversification of what categorizes sports is always kind of shocking <laughs> to me and the types of events that you all recruit.
2: Well, if we can put heads in beds ethically and, and um, morally, mm-hmm. we're going to do it. Right. Doesn't matter, um, you know, what that event may be. But if we look back at 9 at Mm-hmm. The tragedy that it was, the economy came to a screeching halt. Um, not quite as bad as now, but the uh, travel industry particularly ground down. Um, if we look at the Great Recession, and then we look at the pandemic recently. All economic downturns and impacting tourism significantly. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that didn't stop, Sports. And we continued to produce and produce and produce uh, in terms of the events that we brought in and people participated. Maybe the numbers were down a little bit, mm-hmm. but it still provided that fixed base for us to continue to generate revenue. Um, and if you look at, you know, if you remember that around 2008 when we were in the depths of the Great Recession mm-hmm. and then here in Polk County, we were looking at a very bleak future because... Uh, boardwalk and baseball had closed. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City Royals left. The Cleveland Indians were gone, mm-hmm. or decided that they were going to leave. Um, Greenleaf had closed over a thousand rooms in Cypress Gardens. You know those big five right. was uh, had shuttered, and so, well, how do we recover from that? Well, it was really fo- sport focused on the sports industry. We looked at. Um, um, for example, the Cleveland Indians, well, that was a lot of debate why they left and also. on. after we recruited them, Bob Sheffield and I did, mm-hmm. um, the situation was interesting. Okay, well, we'll replace them mm-hmm. with another contact I had at the time, and that was Russ Matt Baseball. We brought them in, we didn't miss one year, mm-hmm. and we filled those rooms up in the restaurants and everything else. And now, 220 teams in a non COVID year is Pretty, oh, absolutely. It's huge.
0: When you can tell in a heartbeat when you're driving home when Russ Matt is here, because you see all these young guys walking yeah. up and down Cypress Gardens Boulevard to the different oh, restaurants yeah. and all of that. I mean, and you do, you feel the impact of that.
2: Yeah. Well, we we feel it, uh, you know, not only when we drive somewhere, but waiting in line and so on. And and I often tell my staff, you know, you're doing a good job when people are griping at uh, you know, at the oh, these tourists time. around here, I can't get anywhere, and when I want to go to my favorite restaurant, you know, I can't do that. So, right. you know, that's <laughs> great. We're doing the job. <laughs> you know, that's one of those things. You know, the, back to your original question about about the sports thing. It, there's such a high affect level with sports. You know, for many many people, it's their it's their identity, mm-hmm. it's their ego, it's their uh, the, the way they fulfill their life. But then you get to children. And children are they're not sacred. Well, we're all sacred, we're human mm-hmm. beings. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is with kids, parent will sac- parents will sacrifice virtually anything to ensure that those kids have an opportunity to play, you know, in a competition and so on. And so it's been a blessing for us. Um, Disney did a study after um, both after 911 and uh, primarily, and then after the Great Recession. And what they found, um, was that the one industry that didn't dip was the wide world of sports. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that particular uh, uh, discovery for them really opened their eyes mm-hmm. to, you know, well, how they changed their, their, their marketing strategies in many ways revolving around that. Mm-hmm. I'm mean, Disney's still Disney, you know, one right. of the best marketing machines on the planet. Mm. And we have to compete against them, you know, so
0: uh, we can
1: do so effectively. They're tough.
0: Yeah, well, we've even won some business, though, uh, but when oh, it comes yeah. to that personal service that we're able to provide here in Polk County to those yep. groups. And, and that's another thing you mentioned, Russ Matt. But the long-term relationships that Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing has been able to develop with these uh, uh, sports event planners and these meeting planners through the years. I mean, so much of our business here is reoccurring business, which I think speaks to you and your team there at Sports Marketing.
2: It's, you know, it's a philosophy out of out of my private sector background, you know, and you build relationships first. And I tell my staff this, I lecture them about it constantly, you know, that if you build a relationship, all the good stuff is going to follow. Mm-hmm. You know, so the sales will follow once you build a relationship, and if you maintain the relationship and you take care of the client, the client is going to take care of you. That reputation then gets out there by word of mouth and other ways, and it's simply uh, advertising you can't pay for mm-hmm. because your integrity, your reputation is everything. Does it mean we don't make mistakes? No, we all make mistakes, including I made mean, some dandies over the years, mm-hmm. but. Fact of the matter is, um, you're spot on that relationships are, are what it's all about. Mm-hmm.
0: And your staff. I mean, you think about your staff. It says something that a lot of them have been there. A lot of them, it's their only job. I mean, they <laughs> <Yeah>. literally, they <laughs> came to you as an intern and then they have been there since they were an intern in college, which I think just speaks volumes about the the work environment and the culture um, and the passion that your team has on both sides, from the the sports side as well as the uh, tourism side for what they're doing. I mean, it's it's a fun industry. Let's not let's not. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of stress. I oh, mean, yeah. anybody that's not uh, event oriented, there's a lot of stress that goes into it. But at the end of the day, you're creating memories and experiences yeah. uh, for people, um, and you're getting to sell your hometown, which makes it even even more cool that you're exposing the world to what Polk County can offer.
2: You know, and Polk County has so much to offer. You know, everybody well, I live here. You know, what's there to do? you know oh you can go bowling or you know no right you know there's there's so much here um, Polk is not a normal place it just isn't and part of what makes it not such a normal place is that southern hospitality proximity to all you know the beaches to the attractions and all of that type of stuff sure but it really boils down to the people that are here mm-hmm. and uh, you know right here in Winterhaven it's it's hard to emulate that. You can't get that in Orlando. You can't get it in Tampa. You know, we're sort of the valley of humility between the two mountains of conceit on either side of us. So <laughs> I, I get a get a call from my buddy. That is the know. quote
0: of the day, Mark. I love that.
2: But that's that really describes us very well, you know. But it's nice and green in the valley, right? Mm-hmm, right. So
0: authentic we're yeah. very authentic here and appreciative we don't take anything for granted every visitor is appreciated yeah. um every event that chooses us as a location is uh, is valued yes. you know so, so. But, and it's a
2: and it's a big part of it and, and the, the future looks bright too mm-hmm. you know it's uh yeah the pandemic was tough but you know going back to um the start you know we had a three stage plan going into it starting march 3rd mm-hmm. and it was Number one, of course, is safety and uh, safety not only for our guests, but for the citizens. Number two, we got all of this information and we did so much research, it would make your head spin. Mm-hmm. And then number three was a very aggressive but sensitive marketing plan, and uh, which started, by the way, with sports in June. And that's when we opened things up mm-hmm. uh, after Governor DeSantis said, hey, enough's enough. Right. Um, Let's behave uh, appropriately, safely, but we're going to move this this state forward. Mm -hmm. And uh, my hat's off to Governor DeSantis.
0: Well, and you have, um, that was one of the things that I thought was very skillful through this. And and we had what seemed like weekly conference calls. Oh, my goodness. Um, We were on a lot of conference calls together, but um, you did have a very clear plan. And even when you're, you know, you're a numbers guy, you're an economist. So Mm -hmm. even when you look at those numbers and you see, the ADR rates and the occupancy rates. I mean, there were some pretty dismal weeks in there, um, but to be able to to be very forward-looking and to go back to your contacts and and be able to reschedule things that um, had been canceled, you know, by the event planner themselves, but then to be able to open and to open with a plan was very key. And it was a weird year because normally if there's a, <laughs> you know, a 5,000 person tournament going on somewhere in Polk County, you're screaming it from the hilltops, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, it might be a, have been a smaller 1,500 person tournament, but you couldn't really like scream it from the hilltops because of just the sensitivity around um, bringing people in and travel during the pandemic and things of that nature. But every tournament was successful. I mean, you, you, and those people had great experiences because of, you know, you had your, what was your five, top five tips for, you know, and, uh, (laughs) you know, talking about the five tips you could do to, to help, uh, maintain safety and distance and cleanliness. And I'm sure a video you never thought in your wildest dreams you would be making.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, and so much of it was, it was not only dealing with with the, uh, external, you know, our visitors and, and creating a safe mindset. Um, but it was also for the locals too, mm-hmm. you know, that you know we're taking steps. I mean, we spent tens, of, tens of thousands of dollars on cleaning equipment, uh, these fogging guns for the Advent field house, mm-hmm. uh, for the bleachers at the diamond plex and all sorts of different things, hand sanitizers, and then the messaging that you referred to. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know, the five be safe Mm -hmm. uh, little icons that we developed, but we were aggressive with that. Mm -hmm. But throughout uh, when, when things shut down, um, you know, the the directive to my staff was, look, we're not going to shut down. And so they maintained uh, going back to an earlier comment about relationships. Now we're going to get really, really busy and we are going to be aggressive as can be. So once the doors open again, We're going to be there. We're going to be safe. We're going to provide a great environment, and we want to ensure these people, when they come to Polk County, they will be treated well, and they will have a safe environment in Mm -hmm. which to participate both on and off the field.
0: Well, and that created a pipeline of work for you guys as well, because there were not every area had a plan. Not every county had a plan. Um, and so there were a lot of events that were looking for home base. And yeah. so that did provide opportunity as well. So, you know, we've, we've gotten through the pandemic for the most part. We're still, you know, feeling a little bit of the effects, um, um, probably more from uh, just getting people back into the travel mode. Although from the crowds at Legoland and the, the hotel occupancy rates, it feels like we're, we're, we're making our way back. But um, what are you looking most forward to? If you think about the next couple years in the world of tourism and sports, what are you most looking forward to?
2: Well, we do a lot of forecasting. Um, and I'll start out by saying that, you know, we outperformed all of the contiguous counties around Polk County. Mm-hmm. I mean, Osceola, from January through March, they were down in occupancy almost 65%. Really? Orange County was right behind them, somewhere around 47, 48%. In 2021? In 2021. Wow. Polk County was the only one that was up over 2020 because that was pre COVID now. The first right. three months, January, February, March, they were up, uh, or we were up 1%. Hmm. When we hit this year, when we hit March, we had the biggest march in history. History. Wow! Not only the biggest march in history, the biggest month in terms of total tourism of all time. Wow! Any month, any year, April was right behind it. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a lot of reasons for it. And you know, I mean, we could go on for days about that and doing, you know, sort of forensics. Well, how did this happen? Right. But the the point is, April was right behind it. May, uh, we believe, will set a record for May. Mm-hmm. And June, before I came over, um, started crunching the numbers and using uh, some research that that we have done um, and using that as a proxy for the rest of the month of June. It looks like June will be a record June, too. So things are really looking good, Mm -hmm. but that's right now. Mm -hmm. You know, things could change. That Delta variant could go wild. Chances, well, sure, there's a probability I get killed in a car wreck driving back to the office today. But Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is... We uh, uh, are looking to, to a lot of things and a, and a lot of big things. We tackle the our strategic approach is really kind of a combination of, of dr- being aggressive and driving demand, but you have to drive demand with something. You have to have good supply. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've invested millions and millions of dollars in different facilities, the Advent House being a big one mm-hmm. that has really impacted. We had... F- for this year, we will have had 43 out of the 52 weeks booked at Advent. Yeah. Uh, rough economic impact was $22 million once it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Next year, we've already, right now, booked 42 out of the 52 weekends. That's amazing. Yeah, and it's the city amazing. got on board with it. You got on board mm-hmm. the chamber and the businesses got behind it. Um, it took us a year to get it through, but, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately— That's government
0: at work. <laughs> yeah.
2: but there's more coming, yeah. so it's a— yeah. You know, developing that supply is so, so important. Legoland was arguably our biggest success story.
0: Stay with us for more after a word from our sponsors. Get back to your best with expert physical therapy. Whether you're recovering from a sports injury or battling chronic joint pain, the expert team at Advent Health Sports Med and Rehab is committed to providing safe, compassionate care designed to help you heal strengthen and get back to your best. Convenient and comprehensive physical therapy services are now available at three locations in Polk County, Lake Wales, Heart of Florida, and their new Davenport North Boulevard location. For more information, call 407-303-8080 or visit ahsportsmedcentralfl.com.
2: And, you know, we, uh, after the gardens closed and ended up dealing with Merlin, that was a trip. And that's mm-hmm. why I have such gray hair now. <laughs> <laughs> it is not, that was not a, uh, a pleasant experience at times. But, you know, those types of investments in uh, infrastructure, buying the 38, you know, original acres mm-hmm. to make that, you know, a viable thing for Kent Fisher... Was important, um, and then the marketing plan we put together that closed the deal right. with with Legoland. Um, we had four. A lot of people don't know this. We had four other locations that they were considering: mm. three in Orlando and one in uh, Lee Summit, Missouri. Mm. And if we wouldn't have closed it with that marketing deal, they would have been somewhere else. Yeah. So
0: yeah, and there's so much that goes into that. I mean, just the you know recruitment of Legoland. Um, you know, it's. To some people it might have seemed just like a natural thing. Well, of course. I mean it's the perfect fit and you know it's the most beautiful Legoland Park or at the time is the most beautiful Legoland Park that there was. But there were so so many moving parts to that particular deal. Um, and, you know, we we briefly mentioned community partnerships. So many uh, community partnerships that were involved in that. You mentioned the purchase of the the original gardens. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a state level. I mean, you had to get the state involved in um, purchasing and protecting um, that property to be owned by Polk County and then oh. lovingly taken care of by Legoland Florida Resort. But that's not a, that's not an overnight deal. (laughs) There is so much that goes into that and so many partners um, that had to be around the table to do that. Um, You know, I I had to giggle a little bit when you you mentioned that... the, the challenges and the long process, uh, in getting Legoland here. Um, so Legoland New York just opened, uh, last week and officially. And, um, I don't know if you ever traveled up there to, to help them with that, but I had an opportunity to go once just to speak on behalf of the community. What, what remember impact, that. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Um, and I, I, it was, it was amazing because there were a lot of people in the community. I will say this, that were very supportive of it, yeah. but there were a lot of people that weren't very supportive of it going yeah. through. And I sat through a couple, um, uh, government hearings on it while I was there. And there is a difference in southern hospitality.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, Well, it's New York! You <laughs> it's know. New
0: York. There is a big difference between New York and southern hospitality. But the park opened last week. I, I actually spoke to one of our Legoland Florida folks, the the director of landscaping here, who was up helping them get the yeah. park all together. And he said it's phenomenally gorgeous. It's a beautiful yeah. park. It's um, finally open. But um, what a labor of love that was. And yeah. but you talked to the leadership at Merlin, Adrian Jones, and and a lot of the crew that were here when the park opened, and they talked about what a dream it was to work uh, with Polk County Tourism Sports Marketing and the community uh, in Polk County to get that park open.
2: Well, it goes right back to relationships, you mm-hmm. know, and I remember going back and forth with Merlin's attorney, mm. with Shutson Bowen, and um, he said, this is one of the the most pleasurable deals <laughs> I've ever, you know, worked on. And I said, you know, well, Jim, it's it's really pretty simple. You know, if you're successful, we're successful. So we're going to do everything we can to make you successful. And by you being successful, that's putting heads in beds and, and making those catch registers ring. Mm-hmm. But it simply boils down to the relationship side of the business. And, uh, you know, like I said, once you, once you get that right, the business will follow. And it has. And so, um, But boy, I'll tell you, getting there was a rough road to hoe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Telling a rural Wisconsin kid, rough road (laughs) to hoe, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, and so many of the relationships that define, or the the tourism um, communities that define our area, you know, sun and fun. I mean, the relationship between Polk County tourism and s- sports marketing and sun and fun is, I mean, it's almost unbreakable. I think when you hear, um, you know, the one year, and I can't even remember the reason why why it was going to get canceled or why something was going on with it.
2: That was the the government sequester, That's because right. you know that um, all
0: of the crises. I can't yeah, even remember I mean, what they all are. No, it,
2: we had to go up. <laughs> This is a true story. We had to go up to visit Florida and they were in a panic because they were literally days away from shutting it down. I said, hold on a second. So we went up and uh, met with the governor, met with um, some other departments, and so that, and visit Florida was the key. Mm-hmm. So we ended up getting $100,000 and I said, Look, this isn't an entitlement program. Mm-hmm. You should receive something, just like the deal with Legoland wasn't an entitlement. This right. was a marketing deal, right? And so we made them the title sponsor, mm-hmm. and for a couple of years until we got through that sequester issue. And the reason for the sequester was they were forcing Sun and Fun to pay for the mm-hmm. um, the flight controllers, right? Air traffic controllers, and which was a huge, huge bill. Mm-hmm. We got that done. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately they were we were able to, to go. But you know, it's, again, it's working as a team. Right. I mean, you and I have been up to um, Tallahassee before and, you know, some of these trips and, and so on and working together as a county, as a team to work with our delegation and so on and so forth that uh, we have up there. It mm-hmm. Makes a huge difference. That's it why does. we're Polk County and not New York.
0: Right, right. Well, and that united front. I mean, I think that, yeah. you know, the fact that, you know, Sun and Fun certainly has an economic impact on Winter Haven for sure. And we see that at the Winter Haven Regional Airport with fuel sales and hotel rooms and things. Of that nature that are over here, but for us to be able to go and promote an event that's happening in Lakeland mm-hmm. um, as a Winter Haven night or the Detroit Tigers, you know, they're playing in Lakeland, but my goodness, what an attraction for people that are coming. You know, maybe we want them to stay in Winter Haven. We might want their their head to be resting here, um, but we still would promote that because if it's good for Lakeland, then it's good for the entire county. Um, you know, same thing for the events that happen in Frostproof or you know River well, Ranch or whatever it might be.
2: You're, you know, Katie, you're you're spot on with that. And and I'll tell you a story that I haven't told before. Oh, and <laughs>
0: exclusive right here. Well, it has to do with the
2: Advent <laughs> Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. So we were in the process of recruiting, working with the RP Funding Center. Well, at the time it was a Lakeland Center, on recruiting the uh, Orlando Magic. G League team mm-hmm. to uh, to play there, and during that process, you know, I'm sitting next to Alex Martin, who is the the president and CEO of, of the Magic, and I said, Alex, I got to ask you a question. I said, you know, we're talking about building a field house in Winter Haven, and we're pretty far down the road. And this will happen. It isn't maybe happen. It's going to happen. I said, let me talk to you about expanding your footprint. I said, this would be huge for Polk County because there's always a little bit of competition between Winter Haven and Lakeland. Well, let's pull them together. Mm-hmm. Would you have any objections to having the team train at the new center in Winter Haven and play their games in in uh, in uh, Lakeland? He just stopped for a second, kind of cocked his head, and he looks at me and he goes, you know, that'd be a really good idea. <laughs> and I said, well, here's what it does. You know, you expand The Magic's footprint Mm -hmm. into both Winter Haven and Lakeland, and now you have a whole community. And when he signed up, you know, agreed to do that, Mm -hmm. that ultimately helped fuel some of the – and convinced some of the commissioners that, hey, this is really – this is a good deal. Absolutely.
0: Well, and what and what a great agreement it has been because with the magic comes a great marketing team around <laughs> yes. that. So it supplements the work that Polk County Tourism Sports Marketing is doing. I mean, really, that's why you see the word advent health. Um, you know, you you see those strong, powerful marketing agreements. Again, it's all about collaboration.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and that's really how we're all successful. Well, it's kind of what the chamber
2: does. Yeah, you exactly. You know, I mean that you yeah. guys are are collaborative in everything you do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know, individually. Well, it, the, the sum of the parts.
0: Right. We all know, have to be pulling yeah. in the right direction yeah. yeah, or in the same direction if we all are pulling in the same direction. Yeah. It's um, the same
2: philosophy. Yeah.
0: And that's why um, being so heavily engaged. And of course, you know, my background um, was I was actually uh, with an advertising agency yeah. and you guys were my clients. And that's how I got to know uh, you guys so well when I first kind of started in the industry, if you will. Yeah. Um, but uh, through that process, was able to get involved in a lot of the committees that you have um, at Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing, whether that be sports and special events or marketing and to be able to see the full breadth of services and all of the community partners, whether it's the Polk Museum of Art or um, or Legoland or Bach Tower or the number of small hotels, whether it's a corporate hotel or a mom and pop hotel that are involved um, with you all and stay engaged in what you're doing. And by sharing that information, everybody, all ships rise, by sharing that information and being engaged with what's going on. So, so if, sitting back today and thinking about the future, you know, you mentioned the number of events. You know, I really think we're going to be good on events next year in terms of um, rising back up to that level. But what do you think is the greatest opportunity for Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing going forward?
2: Well, it's still balancing supply and demand, um, being super aggressive with the way we sell the way we market the county and putting it in a good light and, and keeping the county relevant in the consumer's eye. So, so important. Um, but the, the continuing to be aggressive in developing supply. For example, Chain of Lake is near and dear to my heart. I, mean, I had one son, that one of my oldest son, was a bat boy for the Indians for years and all of that type of stuff. But it's not set up for as a tournament facility. So mm-hmm. In all of our discussions with the city and with RUSMAT and other stuff that we're bringing in, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the decision has been made to now expand—not necessarily expand it, but renovate it. Right. And we're moving the uh, the south facilities down closest to the lake, up closer to Chick Fil A, right. so they and don't flood every yeah, <laughs> yeah, single time. Exactly. I mean, yeah. if, you know, if you have a sprinkle for five minutes, you have to shut the field down because it's it's bad. Right. So that's coming to Winter Haven, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a big change. Uh, the stadium will come down, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is unfortunate. But we do plan on having a sort of a historical timeline there to show the importance of, mm-hmm. of baseball in all the way back to the Dancers helping recruit the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. You know the, but the community and and the commission that you have in Winter Haven is outstanding. Mm-hmm. You know the Board of County Commissioners, they're business people mm-hmm. and they get it right. So all of those partnerships go into helping develop some of these facilities. Well, what happens when we develop an Advent Field House? The city pays half and we pay half. We're in charge of marketing and selling the facility. Mm-hmm. Everybody wins. The city is really good at running that facility. Mm-hmm. We had more compliments about Scott and, and T. Michael and the rest of them. The way they operate that facility yeah. is phenomenal. Travis Edwards and now Julie. It really is a good crew over there. Um, so that's going to continue to grow, but these baseball fields will be big mm-hmm. for Winter Haven. Mm-hmm. There'll be some other things coming in. Um, we've a lot of people don't know this, and because we kept it quiet, you alluded to that earlier during mm-hmm. the COVID. I just basically told the staff we're not promoting, we're not uh, locally, we're not talking about what we're doing or what's going on. The events will take place. Let the results speak for themselves, and mm-hmm. not pat ourselves on the back at kind of a volatile time. Mm-hmm. So all of those things go into a a healthy environment and everybody working together. One of the big things coming is the 2022 World Show Ski Championships. We recruited that here. And I tell you, I was down at MLK Park um, with my staff and some of the staff of the city and the Cypress Gardens Ski Team. In fact, when I leave here, I got to go meet with the city again about that facility. (laughs) I, I just take my hat off to T. Michael, to Mike Herr, to the city commission they have designed and are developing what's going to be one of the best water ski sites on the planet, mm-hmm. and, but it, it's not just for water skiing. This will be for special events across the board,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, concerts, weddings, um, virtually uh, graduation. You could virtually do anything because we're one of the things we're doing is we're building a stage out that's going to be fifteen by eighty-five. Wow! So anything can be done there. Mm-hmm. Um, that so that's coming to Winter Haven, yeah, and it'll be ready. Um, by the time the worlds get here, but actually should be ready this fall, according to the city staff. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's amazing. A lot of us have had conversations about, you know, we're we're obviously internally very proud of the Cypress Gardens water ski team, you know, and and you tend to, when you live here and you hear about it all the time, you tend to take this ownership of it. But uh, before they had to relocate to their kind of temporary home down at the uh, American Legion right now, I took the family down. It was a beautiful day. It was just like that perfect Chamber of Commerce weather. There had to be 3,000 people out watching that show.
2: It's unbelievable.
0: It's unbelievable. And, you know, me being a Chamber of Commerce nerd, I'm walking around being like, so where are you from? And Where are you from? (laughs) Right? All of these people from all over Polk County, all over Central Florida, come to watch the free ski show that the Cypress Gardens water ski team puts on. Mm -hmm. And... if a local, if you as a local are listening and have not gone to one of those shows, it, it just makes you so proud of the authenticity and the creativity that have come out and the legacy that Mark Voisard and, and all of those crew want to carry forward on the legacy of the water ski capital of the world oh, that yeah. we can take so much pride in. But to have the world championships. It's cool. Right in downtown, it is so. I'm like giddy. I'm like, it is so exciting um, that that you and your team have been able to to bring that to fruition, and then of course in partnership with the city to kind of expedite that park uh, <laughs> development to get done for that. I mean, it is just so um, impressive and phenomenal. And I know you were supposed to fly to Australia, right, to yeah, to, to take yeah. the reins, and then darn, COVID got yeah. in the way of that. Um, but how exciting, Mark? Well, it,
2: you know what's what's interesting, and this all came about. It just so happened, it was part of our sales pitch, subtly, mm-hmm. when when we were uh, working to get this event, which will be a huge event, um, but part of the, the pitch was the fact that 2022 will be the 100th anniversary mm-hmm. of the sport of water skiing in the water ski capital of the world. So we have a huge marketing plan. In fact, there's some things we need to talk to you about yeah. um, off air that uh, will involve the chamber and the businesses and so on but it's a year-long celebration Mm -hmm. and it'll be right here sport of water skiing at the water ski capital of the world and that's Winter Haven Florida
0: yeah absolutely Well, Mark, you know, I can't, of course, everyone's probably like, geez, Katie, could you gush more about Polk (laughs) County Tourism and Sports Marketing? But it just has had such an impact on this community, Uh, personally an impact on me because I've built my career around um, (laughs) a lot of the stuff that, that you have done and certainly my time at the advertising agency. But um, what a tremendous impact, and so I just encourage people to fall back in love with Polk County. It's not just for tourists. It's for all of us here. The amazing, from Bock Tower Gardens to Legoland to the to Circle B Bar Reserve. I mean, all of the things that you can do here that are so authentic and help define who we are as a county. And you all are able to amplify that message, not just across the country, uh, but all over the world. And so, just, just a huge... Um, debt of gratitude on the community to Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing to Mark, you and your team. Thank you so much for everything you do for our community.
2: Well, it's a pleasure. I live here too. And so my, <laughs> you know, raised my family here and um, there's so many great people that I've met and they like you, you know, you just go, when, your biz- when business becomes also your, your passion and your pleasure with your family, your friends, and so on and so forth, um, yeah, sure you have headaches and so on and so forth. Every job does. Right. But the fact of the matter is you're doing something positive for the community. Mm-hmm. You get to deal with great people like we have in Polk, like we have in Winter Haven. Hey, it's even better. It's sweet.
0: It is. It is. So Florida's sweetest sweetest spot. The B Sweet campaign. That That was was what it was. Yeah, that was the B Sweet campaign during COVID. Yeah, Um, but you know, Florida's sweetest spot, right? That's that's the tagline that's been over the last year. So um, it really is true. And so, Mark Jackson, thank you so much for everything, and thanks for coming on the podcast today.
2: Katie Decker, was my pleasure. (laughs) It's always a pleasure to visit with you, (laughs) on or off the air. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mark.
0: We'd like to welcome and thank Mahalik Auto Group for sponsoring season two of our podcast. This family owned and operated business was first founded in 1966 in Michigan by Ralph Mahalik Sr. The family opened Winterhaven Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in 1991 and continued to expand in Polk County, now owning three additional dealerships at Posner Park in Lake Wales and Alfa Romeo Fiat of Winterhaven. Not only are their teams dedicated to finding you the perfect vehicle, but they are also focused on building a strong relationship with the community and treating their buyers like family. Find your new ride for 2021 and learn more at www.lowpaymentkings.com. Well, that's it for another episode of It's Happening in the Haven. We'd like to thank our guest for today's podcast, Mark Jackson with Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing. Be sure to tune in every week to It's Happening in the Haven, available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. To learn more about Winterhaven and the Chamber of Commerce, visit winterhavenchamber.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We hoped you learned a little bit about our community today and even more about the people who are shaping its future. After all, no true community exists without the people who form it. Winter Haven. Some call it a haven. We call it home.